and we lift up your name, my Oh, Jehovah, our Father, no me, Jehovah, we lift up your name, I am. Oh, Jehovah, our Father, no me, Jehovah, we lift up your name, I am. Oh, Jehovah, our Father, no me, Jehovah, we lift up your name, I am. I am, I am, I am. Aya Jesus, Aya, 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 Aya Jesus, Aya, lower, 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 Satan, lower, 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 Satan, lower, Aya, 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 Aya Jesus, Aya, 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 Aya Jesus, Aya, lower, 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 Satan, lower. Lower, 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 Satan, lower. Praise the Lord. Yeah, I want us to bless the Lord for another opportunity He's granting us tonight. And I know our God is good and His mercy endureth forever. I want us to magnify the Lord. Father, we magnify your name today. Father, we exalt your name, O God. We say, Blessed be your name. We say, blessed be your name, King of kings. Blessed be your name, Lord of Lord. There's no one who can compare unto you. Father, we say, you are the Lord of Lord. You are the King of kings. Father, we say, blessed be your name. Father, we honor you. Father, we praise your name. Father, we say, be magnified. Father, we say, be that exalted Lord in Jesus' name. Uh, tonight, as we, we look into the word of God, there are a few things that we'll be looking at. And as we look at it, I pray the Lord God Almighty we we help us in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. We are going to look at few things uh, from the from the Bible, and as we look at it, as we study it, we will have uh, some basic understanding of life. There are a lot of uh, misconceptions that uh, many of us Christians have about life that we're going to look at it from the biblical biblical perspective uh i i hope i will be able to you know to finish uh uh this uh bible bible discussion that we're going to have tonight i hope i'll be able to finish it and i hope as uh, we go through it the lord god almighty will help us in jesus name there are a few things that i would like us to answer because I've got question for us, and this question is that: Is it right uh, uh, for for a Christian to cry? You know, is it right for a Christian to cry? Number two is: uh, Can Christian express their emotion? Can Christian express their emotion? So, and uh, as we look at it, we are going to look at it, and I know the Lord God Almighty will help us. The Lord will teach us new things. And the reason why I'm I'm trying to for us to look at it is that there are a lot of misconceptions about Christian, about all that are Christian, that many of us think that because we are Christian, we cannot go through trial. That many of us think that because we are Christian, when we are going through trouble, we need to hide it. I know we need to hide it, and then when we are going through through tribulation, we should not let anybody know about it. Many of us think that uh, 
uh, when we go through trial, when we go through tribulation, when we are facing challenges, it means that we are not strong enough. And there are a lot of people that will think that trouble and trial or tribulation come to us because of our inadequacy. And it is very, very wrong. It is not like that. That sometimes we go through trouble, that sometimes we go through trial, that it is not because we are inadequate. It is not because that it is not because uh, that because of our sin, and it is not because of or of or, of our ungodliness. You know, there was a time the, the disciples were asking Jesus Christ. They said about a, a man that was brought to Jesus Christ that was born with disorder with a problem, and the disciple asked. It is a disciple asked Jesus Christ that. Who sin? Is it the child that that sin or the mother? And Jesus Christ said to them, He said, "Look, none of them sin, but this has happened for the name of the Lord God to be glorified." So that sometimes that we might be going through trouble, trial, and tribulation, that is not because we have sin. You know, it might be because it is for for the name of the Lord God to be glorified. And if we look at Job in the book of Job as Christian. When we look at Job, when Job was to go through some trouble, God even, you know, God, uh, God uh, confessed that Job was a man of his heart, that Job was was very very righteous. God confessed that Job was 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 uh, was was a very good man. You know, it was written in the Bible. But despite his goodness, despite everything that Job was doing, what happened? Job also experienced some challenges in life. So what I want to bring out here is this. Yeah, it is all right. Praise the Lord. What I want to bring out is tonight that I want us to, to, to study is that it is all right for Christian to cry. So as a Christian, so when a Christian cries, there's nothing, there's nothing evil in Christian crying. There's nothing evil in Christian expressing the emotion. It is not evil. So it is not evil. And because many many of us Christians we think that you know to express our emotion is a sign of of of, of, of is a sign of lack of faith. Because of that, many Christians have died of depression. Uh, instead of them to express themselves and speak out of whatever they are going through, they refuse to speak out. They refuse to seek help, and because of that, many have died of depression. And I want to, I want to let every one of you know that you know Christians can die of depression. There are pastors who have been depressed and die of depression because they don't seek help. So, and that's why tonight we need to understand. Some of these basic things as Christians, so as we understand all these basic things, it will help us in our journey of in our journey of faith. So expressing expressing our emotion, crying, being sorrowful, does not mean that we are not Christian. And there are a lot of things that can make us sorrowful. You know, you know, because we are Christian does not mean that. We cannot experience evil. Christian can experience failure. Christian can experience loss of loved one.
Christian can experience death of loved one. Christian can experience disaster. Christian can experience failure. Christian can experience a lot of things. Christian can be sick. Christian can die. So because of all this, and that's why the Bible says in the, the Bible says Jesus Christ was telling on was telling on, he said, Look, in this world we are going to face challenges. In this world, we are going to face tribulation. He said, Be of good cheer. I've done what? I've overcome the world for you. You know, that's a place in the Bible where the Bible says, Weeping may endure for a, a, a night, but joy cometh in the morning. So if there's, if there's no weeping, if there's no, no reason for weeping, there will not be any reason for joy to come in the morning. So everything that I'm talking about today, I will establish it from the Bible so that every one of us will understand, so that we will be able to come out of our shed. You know, there are a lot of us that we just think, yes, I'm a Christian, everything must be, and you are suffering. You know, you call yourself a Christian, you are suffering, and instead of you to go and seek help, you think all is well. You are, look, you are using faith. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we must not express, express faith. We should express faith, but that sometimes we need to express our emotion. That sometimes that we need to cry if we if, if what we are going through warrant us crying. That sometimes we need to cry. That sometimes if what we are going through warrant us to express our emotion, we need to express it. Hallelujah. And I pray the Lord God Almighty will help us in Jesus' name. I want us to open our Bible to the book of Matthew chapter 27. Matthew chapter 27. I want us to have a look at what, what, what was there. The Bible says, About nine hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice. About nine hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice. And saying, Eli, Eli, Laman, Sabbatani. That is to say, My God, my God, why are thou forsaken me? Praise the Lord. So Jesus himself cried. He said, my God, my God, why are thou forsaken me? There was something Jesus Christ was going through at that point in time that made him to say that, to say, Eli, Eli, Laman, Sabbatani. He said, my God, my God, why are thou forsaken me? Hallelujah. If we look at the book of John chapter 11, verse 35. John 11, 35. The Bible says, Jesus Christ wept. Jesus wept. And every one of us who might be thinking, that why did Jesus weep? Jesus Christ wept. So if Jesus Christ can weep, if Jesus Christ wept, was he weeping because he could not raise Lazarus? No. Jesus Christ was not weeping because he could not raise Lazarus, but he wept as an expression of his emotion. Jesus Christ also has emotion. Like our God, God also has emotion. God is an emotional being. So every one of us, we are emotional beings. So for Christian to for Christian to weep is not a sin. So if there's anything you are going through that you are feeling like weeping, weep. Do what? Weep. Express that emotion. Express it. Release it out. Don't let, don't, don't keep it to kill you. Release the emotion. And that's why in the book of Romans chapter 12 verse 18. 
Romans 12, 12, 15. Romans 12, 15. The Bible says, Rejoice with those, rejoice with those who rejoice, and weep with those who weep. It's in the Bible. So the Bible in, in you know in the scripture, all everything I'm talking about is in the scripture. So in the Bible, Christians will also have some at some time that they will weep. And that's what the Bible is saying to us, that we should rejoice with those who are rejoicing and we should mourn or weep with those who are weeping. So which means in the course of life, there will be some time that we might be down. A Christian can be down. A pastor can be down. Pastor's wife can be down. Members of the church can be down. So the school teacher can be down. A choir leader can be down. And it's part of life. Hallelujah. It's part of life. Job, like I said to you before, Job himself was down. Despite the fact that he, he, he served the Lord. The Bible says at some point, what will Job do? Job will make a sacrifice. And sacrifice for all his children. And he will say, I don't know. Maybe my, when my children are marrying. Maybe they have caused God. They have sinned against God. Look at how righteous Job was. Job was not only concerned about himself. He was also concerned about, his, the, about the righteousness of his children. Despite that, devil did what? Devil struck. And Job went through a lot of challenges. At some point, Job also cried. He mourned. He, there was a time he said, Cause was the day he was born. He said that he hoped that that day never exists. Get me right? You know, I'm not saying. I I, I, I want. I'm just being realistic to us. I know that God wants us to rejoice, like our sister told us yesterday. But we are going there. Hallelujah! The Bible says we should rejoice always, but that sometimes. That we may want to rejoice that that joy might not come because we are down. Amen. And I'm being realistic to us, many of us Christians. I don't know what challenges you are facing. I don't know what trouble you are, you, you are passing through. Maybe failure. Maybe disappointment. Maybe you have lost somebody. Maybe your business your business has gone down. You have, you know, you have investment. You have invested some money, and your money is gone right in your eyes like this. I want to give us a sample of somebody. There was somebody I was talking to sometimes ago that invested some money, and this individual invested money on something, and in the course of few minutes, the money was gone. This money I'm talking about is not a lot of money. The money was gone. And the people that were trying to help this individual told this individual that, look, the money is, is appreciating. And when they said the money was appreciating and the individual wanted to withdraw the money back and they said the money is gone. That was how the money went away. I don't want to be mentioning name. I don't want to go into detail because the individual may, may be watching me. So I'm telling you this, that we can make, Christian can make mistake. You know? And this individual was talking to me. I said, look, I said, look. The individual went, the one individual went to talk to me. The individual was thinking that I would be mad at the, the, the person. 
that the individual doesn't want to talk to me because he know that I'm so straightforward. I said, look, I said, you have made a mistake. That mistake is gone. That as a Christian, it does not mean you are not going to make a mistake. That when you want to do business, you know, in a business, it's either you lose or you gain. That sometimes everything may, everything may go. So uh, this individual was, very, was feeling very, very down and sorrowful. And I said, look at many companies. Look at many companies that have gone into recession. I was mentioning company in this country for the person. Look at this company. Look at that company. They've gone to say, look at how much money they've lost. So I was able to encourage this individual. Despite that this individual was down. I said, it is good that, that, that for you to express your emotion, that you are down, that it is not evil. Because you are trying to say that what you have done is wrong. But I want you to lift yourself up and know that you, you, are, you are alive. You can still do another business next time. So you just have to be careful of the type of business that you are going to do. Hallelujah. So this individual was expressing, you know, was sorrowful for whatever happened. The money is gone and gone. So we have seen a lot of people who have lost their children. We have seen pastors who have lost their children. We have seen members of the church who have lost their children. We have seen people who have lost their property. So as Christians, it can happen to us. Christians can fail. Every time we say yes, yeah, as a Christian, yeah, I cannot fail. As a Christian, whatever I want to get, I will get it. That sometimes you may not get what you want. That sometimes sometime you may feel pain in your bone. Hallelujah. That sometimes you may feel a lot of pain in your bone. And it's part of life. What did Brother Paul said? Brother Paul said that, that Satan, the agent of devil, has put something. As, no, as, um, the agent of devil has put some, some, uh, uh, something in my body. That he has an ailment that the agent of devil put in his body. The Bible says he said, Several times I pray to God to do what? To remove the to remove it. And the Lord said to me that look, I, I, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So which means as Paul was having that weakness, I've forgotten what it's called again. Um uh, I, I've forgotten it. Uh, can you borrow me a word? Brother Paul said Satan has put there's a kind of uh, that's there is a, a boss in his life. No, the Lord God said he, that he, is sufficient. Yes, there's something in his life. That's I don't know what war. The boss. Yeah. A boss. A boss. A boss. Okay. A boss. Yeah, a boss in his life. So, but Paul has difficulty that he was facing as a Christian. The one that they use handkerchief from his body to raise the dead, the one that performed miracle, the one that was going through the storm of life. They were in the sea, and he said, "The agent, uh, the, uh, the angel of the Lord appeared unto me, and he said, No life will be lost." The one that has walked with God to a level, and this man said, "Look, I have got a storm, a a a a, 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 a tongue in my flesh." He said, I got a tongue in my flesh. And several times I pray unto the Lord. And the Lord said, leave that tongue in your flesh. You are going to live with the tongue in your flesh. But my grace is sufficient for you, even with that tongue in your flesh. So wh who are we Christians? 
that we say we cannot have tongue in our flesh. That we say we cannot have trouble that we can carry. Hallelujah. But there's something I want us to know. You see, whenever we have tongue in our flesh, whenever we have trouble in our life, we should not be thinking that our trouble is a, is a cross. You know, there are a lot of times that when we are going through trial, when we are going through trouble, we normally say, this is my cross that I carry. Maybe I ask my sister, because we are doing Bible study, school, we are doing Bible study. Is it right? What is a cross? If somebody is having tongue in their body, or somebody is having trouble or challenges of life, is it right for us as a Christian to say, uh, this is my cross and I'm carrying it? That we normally say, I'm available to me, including it. Is it a cross? Well, um, I can say yes and I will say no. Sir. Okay. Because there are some instances whereby it is a cross. There's nothing you can do about it. Okay. Like Apostle Paul carried his own. He tried his best, but God told him that my grace is sufficient for you. Okay. But there are times that we just need to exercise our own faith. Okay. And once you exercise that faith, that thing will be taken off. Okay. So it depends on what the way God wants it. Okay. God can make it as uh, a, a, a boss in your life that the only thing you will just say is God's grace is sufficient for you and it will sustain you all through. And if it is a boss, God will definitely be there for you, even to see you through. Amen. But if it is not a boss in your life, it is something you need to pray to you, that you need to exercise that iota of faith. Even to get rid of it. Amen. Praise the You've not answered my question. My question is that people normally say, yeah, whatever problem we have, some people will say it's a cross. Cross. So the, the tongue in the flesh of Brother Paul, is it a cross that is carrying? Because we normally say, I is it a cross? Praise the Lord. <laughs> is it the cross? Because we normally say it. This is why I'm saying this is that a lot of time we say a lot of things because people say it. When we are going through trouble, but yeah, uh, I want to give you an example now. Maybe, but maybe I don't want to use you. Maybe I'm having a problem with my wife. And we're having challenges. And I will say, oh, this my wife is a, it's my own cross that I'm carrying. Is it the cross? No. Cross is not a problem. When Jesus Christ said that if you want to follow me, you must carry your cross and follow me. Let me tell you something today. Cross signifies Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Cross is a place of strength. When we say we carry cross, cross is about Christ. Hallelujah. Cross is about Christ. So when we say when we say we carry cross, we are we are at the cross of Christ. But the strength that we need when we are on the cross, that strength is the grace that we tap from the cross. Trouble is not the cross. Anybody who carry the cross carry Christ, isn't it? What does cross signify? Cross signify Christ. But when we are at the cross, Hallelujah, the grace that we need. To carry the problem, that grace will be for us. And that's why what we are saying before about Brother Paul. That's why Brother Paul was able to stay at the cross. 
when he was when he prayed at the cross, the Lord said, Look, don't worry about that thorn in your flesh. My grace is sufficient for you. But cross is not the problem. Hallelujah. The problem is what we carry. The problem is what is in us. But we cannot carry the problem except the grace of God. Come or not when we are at the cross. At the cross is where our solution, our strength is. Hallelujah. And that's what the Bible says. Jesus Christ said, He said, Look, He said, Be of in this world, you are going to face challenges and tribulation. He said, Be of good cheer, I've overcome the world for you. Be of good cheer, I've overcome the world for you. Let's look at the book of Matthew. Let's look at the book of Matthew. Uh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. The book of Matthew that we read before, Matthew 27, 46. The Bible says, Jesus Christ cried, Eli, Eli, Laman, Sabatani. That is to say, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? Hallelujah. Before Jesus Christ cried like that, let's see what happened in the book of in the book of uh, in the book of Luke on Mount Olive. Let's look at the book of Luke 22, verse 42. Luke 22, 42. Let's see what is there. Can you open your Bible, please? Luke 22, 42. Let's see what is there. The Bible says, Jesus Christ said, Father. Yes. Father. Yes. Saying, mm -hmm. Father, yes. if it is your will, yes. take this cup away from me. Yes. My Father said, not my will, yes. but yours be done. Yes. Jesus Christ prayed. Jesus Christ was at that point in time, he was going through some things. And he said, Lord, ah, this thing I'm facing is too big for me. Hallelujah. If it is your will, Amen. take it away from me. But he quickly prayed back. He said, look, not my will, but that will be done. So in whatever circumstances we face, that we might find ourselves, let the will of God be what? Let the will of God prevail. Hallelujah. Even despite that the will of God prevail, Jesus Christ also cried on the cross. He said, My father, my father, why hast thou forsaken me? He knew what he was going through. Hallelujah. So if Jesus Christ could, could say that, if Jesus Christ could say that, who am I? Who are you? Who are you that you say, no, eh? I'm, a very, I'm, I'm a strong man. There are many of us that we say we are strong men. There are many of us that we say we are strong women, that we are untouchable, that nothing can happen. And because of that, when we're supposed to seek help, we don't seek help until the thing go out of hand. Do you know there are many Christians that we say they are, they, they are you know, that they are, they are hardened. That, they will, that, that nobody can advise them. Nobody can talk to them on something they are going through. So that they just need... You see, that sometimes a Christian will just need only advice. You know, that you might be going through some suffering, some, some difficulties, that what you need at that time, when you speak out, is just only a word of advice. You may not even need prayer. But because you are hiding it and say, ah, how do we say it as a Christian? Eh? For, for me, if I tell somebody that's what I'm going through as a Christian, would they not be thinking? And that's why, that's why many of us in our hypocrisy, we die there. 
Many Christians have died of hypocrisy. There are pastors who have died. There are pastors who are going through challenges. There are, there, are, there, there are people in the body of Christ who are going through challenges and because they didn't speak out, they have died. They have died in their struggle. And it is not the will of God that they should die the way they die. So what I'm trying to say to us today is that Christians can express their emotion. Christians can cry. So when, when you feel like crying, when you are going through some trouble and you feel like crying, cry. Cry very, very well. Express it. Cry very, very well. Express your emotion. Don't, don't keep it. If you keep it, it will become poisonous to you. And if it becomes poisonous to you, it will kill you. You will develop a potential. Instead of you to speak out and you say, ah, eh, and me, uh, and me, and me, and you, because of that, you just develop a potential and just, you just pull up and die. Like somebody I was talking before, I was saying before, there was somebody that was talking to me sometimes ago, and this individual was crying. Was crying, was crying. I was, and and then, when the individual was crying, I was thinking of another thing. Until the individual came to me and said, look, this is why I'm crying. And I'm afraid. He said, I, 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 he said I'm, the way he said it, I'm afraid to tell you because I know this is what I'm going to say. I said, no, it's not like that. That sometimes we get it wrong. When we get it wrong, admit you get it wrong and move forward. Hallelujah. So in the Bible, because of our time, because I want us to pray. In the Bible, there are few people in the Bible who have experienced depression as Christians, people that are very, very mighty in the hand of God, that have experienced depression. Maybe as you ask us, my sister, can you tell me somebody in the Bible who walked with God that experienced depression? In the book of, uh, between, in the Old Testament. Somebody in the Bible, yeah. eh? Job. Yeah. Yes, Job. Apart from Job, there's another person that worked with God that experienced depression that I want to talk about. David. David also experienced depression, yes. I want us to talk for Moses. David also experienced depression. But let's look at Moses. In the book of Numbers, chapter 10, Numbers 11, 10 to 15. Let's look at it. Numbers 11, 10 to 15. The Bible says, Moses cried out to God. I'm not able to bear all these people. The burden is too heavy for me. If you teach me like this, please kill me here and now. If I find favor in your sight, not only let me see my wickedness. Moses was worn out. He was weary and he had a lot of him. Praise the Lord. Are we there? Let's read it. Numbers chapter 11, 10 to 15. Numbers 11, 10 to 15. Moses heard all the people complaining as they stood about in the groups at the entrance of their tents. Yes. He was distressed because the Lord was angry with them. He, he was distressed. Stop, stay there. Moses was distressed. Moses was stressed. And Moses was saying to God, he said, Take me away. I cannot carry this thing alone. And when we look at Moses, Moses worked with God that, that to some extent that, you know, Moses worked with God to, to the extent that he was able to see God, isn't it? 
And he, he himself was depressed. He was depressed because of the pressure. He expressed it. Hallelujah. So when we look at that, the life of that of Moses, we see that, look, are we as powerful as Moses in the hand of God? How many of us have worked with God to the level Moses did? But Moses expressed, Moses was depressed and he expressed his depression. Hallelujah. Let's look at uh, uh, Elijah. Elijah. In the book of 1 Kings, chapter 19, verse 1 to 4. Let's look at Prophet Elijah. Prophet Elijah. Yes, Prophet Elijah. In the book of 1 Kings. Chapter 1 to 4. Yes. And Ahab told Jezebel. Yes. Uh, all that Elijah had done. Yes. Also, how he had executed all the prophets. Yes. Yes. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah. Mm -hmm. So let the God do to me, and mm -hmm. more also, mm -hmm. if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow. Yes. About this time. Yes. And when he saw that he arose and mm -hmm. ran to his, for his life, mm -hmm. and went to Bathsheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servants there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. Yes. And came and sat down under a broom tree. Yes. And he prayed that he might die. Yes. And he said, it is enough. Now, Lord, take my life, for I'm no better than my father. Look at it. You know, Elijah, that prayed that all the prophets of Baas were consumed by fire. He prayed by fire. And look at the way Elijah was taken away. Elijah was not ordinary prophet. He was taken away by what fire? He didn't die. Hallelujah. He was taken away. He was caught up. Look at how he walked with God. If Elijah, prophet Elijah, the way he walked with God, he was depressed. He said, I cannot carry this body again. Father, take away my life. That sometimes we feel like that. That we say, yes, Oluwa, it is enough. Hallelujah. We say, oh God, it's enough. So what I'm trying to say to us is this. There are a lot of times that people, many pastors will tell us that, you know, that because we are Christian, everything will be going smoothly, 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 smoothly. It's a big lie. It's a, it's a, that, that is a message from the pit of hell. Being a Christian does not mean everything will be going smoothly for you. You know, what Jesus Christ said is that in this world, we are going to face tribulation, but, in, but be of good cheer that I have overcome the world for you. And that's why the Bible says, we are more than conqueror. Okay. Through Christ who has strengthened us. Strengthen us. Hallelujah. So I want us to, as Christians to, 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 to know that depression is not only for the unbeliever. Let me tell you something today. Depression is not only for unbelievers. There are many believers that are depressed. There are many believers that are struggling, that are facing challenges of life. There are many believers. And let me tell you, if you are facing challenges, trouble, speak out. Hallelujah. Speak out. Beloved, our expression of faith in time of difficulty do not mean we don't have faith. Okay, our expression of emotion in time of difficulty does not mean we don't have faith. Many Christians are suffering in silence because of what people will say. And because of that, 
the faith to seek help. Jesus Christ wept. But because he because he wept because he was showing his emotion. Our God is also God, God also shows his emotion. God is affected by whatever we do. And the Bible says in the book of Genesis, chapter, chapter 6, the Bible says, when God saw that the wickedness of, 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 of men was so much, what did he say? The Bible says he regretted. That the Bible says he God regretted that created man in so what? In his own image. God was sad. Hallelujah. He, he expressed his emotion. He was sad that he created man in his own image. We can be sad. Yeah? And that's why, you know, everybody know me in our church. If I'm going through anything, I don't hide it. I say it. I don't, I'm not a pastor that tell lie to, to member. If anything happens like this, I'm always honest. I'm open and honest. Because why? Why will you be telling lies? Why will you not be open and honest? If anything about this, I'll say it. This is this, this, it. If I'm led to say it. Hallelujah. So, my, my beloved in the Lord, my beloved in the Lord, it's possible for a man or a woman that work with God to have problem, but to, to not express it, to, to, to face, to be suffering in silence, is the evil of it all. You know, in the book of Psalm 43, verse 5, if you read the book of Psalm 42, we will see how David was expressing his emotion about, about depression. But when we look at 43, verse 5, the Bible says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou the quiet within me? Hope in God, for I say, yet praise him, who is head of my countenance and my God. Hallelujah. So my brother, my sister in the Lord, lack of ad admittance that there is a problem is also a problem. Because until you identify it as a problem, you will not do anything about it. So as Christians, when we don't admit that we have a problem, when we are fitting it, when we are supposed to do something, then we cannot come out of it. So if you are a Christian, you are, watch, you, are, you are in this program or you will listen to the broadcast later because I'm not broadcasting it on Facebook. If you will listen to the broadcast later, I want you to know this. Whatever you are going through that you need to seek help, please go for help. If you are having sickness, you are sick in your body, you are having air challenges and you need to go and see your doctor, please go and see your doctor. Please go, go, go and do it. Doing it is not a sign of war. It's not a sign of lack of faith. If you are depressed and you are facing challenges and you need to see a counselor, please go and do so. Go and do so. Please do it. Hallelujah. And if you need to talk to somebody about what you are going through, please talk, talk to somebody. Talk to your pastor. Talk to people around you that can help you. That sometimes their body shares. That sometimes people are going through some challenges in their life. That what they need is just to talk to somebody. That when you talk to somebody, even they might not give you anything, but speaking to them might bring you a relief. Hallelujah. Don't carry the body alone. Share it. Hallelujah. I don't carry my own body alone. No. I share my body. I give it to people to carry for me. My beloved in the Lord. And as we do so, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. 
before we pray, there's something I want to say. And I, what I want to say right now, and I know that it will bless us. I've I counted two people in the past who are having some challenges in their life. And the challenges they were having, they thought it was due to the devil. You know, somebody came to me and was saying, ah, pastor, ah, I'm going, ah, they are sending me, one Tamil of Latin Nigeria, they are sending me arrow, arrow for move, arrow, arrow for move. And I had this individual. Well, I said, he said, oh, pastor, I wanted to pray for me. And I asked the individual, I said, what is the problem? And the person said to me, ha, eh, I tell you, when I sit like this, I feel pain in my chest, I feel this, I feel that, I feel this, and I will be panicking. And I've been to the doctor, I've done everything, and there was no help. And because I knew what this individual was going through, and I said to the individual, I said, look, what, nobody is running after you from Nigeria. I said, I will not, I'm not going to pray for you. Because what we are going through doesn't need prayer. What we are asking is reflux. And I said to this individual, I said, go and do this, go and do this, go and do that. And the person did it. And let me tell you, the thing worked like miracle. I've done it for two people like that. It worked like miracle. Let's say she didn't speak out. Or <laughs> she go to a pastor that will say, yes, I want to hear you. Oh yeah, I drop. And you continue to pray and fast. Somebody who have a peptic cancer, somebody that is having reflux, that should not fast. And because he came, came to you and you are telling the person to fast, are you not complicating, complicating the matter? There are a lot of times that we go to people that don't have knowledge. And when we go to them, they complicate matter for us. They make it worse, isn't it? And because they are making it worse, what we are to tell what to look is you, is that you just need people that have understanding of what you are going through. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Mm. Praise the Lord. Mm. That's one hymn I want us to sing. And that hymn I sent a text message to Shola to lead us, but I don't think it's not, she's not in the meeting. So I would like us to sing that hymn, hymn 257. Hymn 257. Do you have your hymn book, that man? Okay, no problem. I, I, I will try and yeah, sing. In yes, M257. Okay, the oh, you submitted it. Don't worry, don't worry. Uh, I'll find a way of getting it to you. Okay, my faith looks up to thee, thou lamp of Calvary. Savior, the Savior, define. Now hear me while I pray. Take all my guilt away. Oh, let me not from this day. Oh, let me from this day be holy dying. May the great, may the rich great impact strength my fainting heart, my sea inspire. As thou art die for me, oh, may my love to thee pure, warm, and and changeless be a living fire. Chapter 3. He said, Why life, why life, why life that makes a trend and grief around me spread? Be thou my guide, be darkness turned today. Oh, wipe sorrow just away, nor let me ever stray from thee aside. When end life trends, just a dream, when death uh, cold sunny stream, sir, sir, or mirror, bless Savior, then in love, fear and destroy, remove. Oh, bear me safe above a ransom soul. So, I want us to pray. 
I want us to pray that Lord, I'm sorry that I've that I, that I've not been behaving the way I'm supposed to behave. Say, Father, I'm sorry. There are many of us that we're supposed to express our emotion and that something we're supposed to cry for that we have been hiding. He said, Father, I'm very sorry that that at that point in time I supposed to cry and didn't cry. I supposed to I supposed to express my emotion and didn't express my emotion. Say, Father, I'm very very sorry. That we say, Father, I'm very very sorry. As you say, you are sorry. Say, Father, I've come unto you right now. As I want to identify that body. We are not going to pray for long. Say, this is the body of my life. It, this is the body of my life that I'm expressing my, my fear about. This is the body of my life. This is the thing that is making me weep. Your word say, weeping may endure for a night, joy cometh in the morning. Say, Father, concerning this issue in my life, Father, help me to experience a divine intervention. Father, help me to experience a divine intervention. The Bible says, in this world, we are going to face tribulation and challenges that we should be of good cheer. He has overcome the world. Say, Father, help me, grant me the grace to overcome. The Bible say, the Bible say that we are more than conquerors. Say, Father, grant me the grace to conquer. Grant me the grace to conquer. Grant me the grace to conquer. I want you to pray. The Lord will send you epa, epa of destiny. In that trouble you are facing, say, Father, send me epa of destiny in Jesus' name. For in Jesus' name we pray. Announcement, my sister. Yeah, I want to thank God for His uh, grace and the mercy, His mercy upon our life and making it possible for us to be here today, even to hear from His feet. We thank Him. And uh, we pray that uh, that that we have learned today shall be permanent. We'll be able to make good use of it. It's blessing and permanent in our life in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Lord's Personal Ministry, and I program my time of the future. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, to have our back. So, again, I'm praying. Uh, our bi-monthly night video is being held every fourth Friday of the month and the fourth Friday of the month, between 10 p.m. and midnight. End of the month, we are meeting last Saturday of the month, based on the day to the glory of God. The last Saturday in the month of July, let us come to the feet of God in thanksgiving. Let us praise Him for His goodness and His mercy over our life in the year and the month of July, and let us commit the coming month, the month of August and the that you will be with us and you shall see us. Our Sunday school poetry class for all Sunday school teachers will always at 1 o'clock, between 1 o'clock and half 1. Every Saturday at the choir practice between 4 and half and 6 o'clock every Thursday. Our service starts at 10 o'clock every Sunday. With the Sunday school, 45 minutes of begin to the Word of God and daily we move the Sunday service. During the week, we have all our programs being virtually held. While we have our Sunday service held physically in the church premises in Manchester. So, if you find yourself in Manchester, feel free to come. We will warmly welcome you. We will be pleased even to speak. May Lord God bless and every one of us as we do so in Jesus. Amen. Almighty God, we are so grateful unto you for what you have taught us tonight. We have learned that Christians can, can cry. Christians can express their emotion because we are women being. Father, we pray that you will grant us the grace to have this understanding so that we will not be hiding under our, we will not be hiding our trouble. Father, I pray you will grant every one of us the grace, O God. The grace, O God, even to live like woman. The grace, O God, even to express our, our fear. 
the grace, O oh God, even to express our emotion. The grace, O oh God, that we need, O oh Lord, our God, when we're supposed to cry, the grace to cry, so that we will not be depressed. Father, grant us that grace in Jesus' name. Amen. And I pray, O oh Lord, our God, as we go through this, Jesus Christ wept not because he couldn't have solution to the problem. He wept because he was expressing his emotion. After that, that was miraculous. And the Bible says, Weeping may endure for a night joy cometh in the morning. As men that are, that are praying with me today, O oh God, that will listen to this program, I pray, whatsoever trouble you are going through, I pray by the authority in the name of Jesus Christ, your trouble will be over in Jesus' name. Amen. As men that are depressed, I pray today, that's a, that, 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 that I pray that the joy of the Lord will be your strength in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Oh, I pray, Amen. I pray for you. I pray even in, as Brother Paul was told. The Bible said that Lord told Brother Paul with the tongue on his flesh. He said, My grace is enough for you. That you are made strong in that weakness. I pray in whatever circumstances, whatever situation that we may find ourselves. I pray, Lord, let your grace make us strong in Jesus' name. As we carry our body to the cross. As we carry our body to the cross. I pray, let the power of the cross be enough to sustain us through whatever challenges we are facing in Jesus' name. I pray, oh Lord, I don't know who is praying with me today. That people are mocking you. People are looking down on you. And they are asking you of the whereabouts of your girl. Like they mock Job. That they mock Job. I pray for you. For, for, the, for the little. For one you have lost. That I be a double person of return. Double person of recovery in Jesus name. I pray for everyone pray with me. I don't know pray with me that you have lost some, some money to, in a business transaction. And you cannot even see it. I pray for you. That there shall be a double portion of return in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I pray. Let doors be open for every one of us. Let your blessing come upon our life in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray, O oh Lord, that our souls shall be lifted up. Our spirits shall be lifted up. The power of God will, will, will come upon our life in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I thank you because I've done it. For in Jesus' name we pray. I want us to say it together. Lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lead us not, amen, amen. Jesus' name. Amen.